0: 20 original recipes, 75 hot sauces to top it off. Endless possibilities are what you get when you go to California Tortilla. Now, whether you may have a go-to menu item or maybe you enjoy something different every time, California Tortilla's 27 D.C. area locations are eager to serve you. Call it Taco Eating Made Easy. Now, you can order online California Tortilla on the go and pick up at one of our 27 D.C. area locations. Download their app or visit caltor.com to place your order now. well
1: you guys did it again our show is sold out sold out sold out sold out baby not a ticket to be had uh december 9th is our next live show and we just sat now normally, you know, because here at the D.C. Improv, you have two options. Mm-hmm. One, you have the main stage, which we did a couple months ago when Omarosa, we won't even relive that.
0: Yeah, she was fun.
1: Uh, when Amarosa was here. And then they also have a side lounge, which is like a 60-seater, really intimate little, you know, room and venue. Yeah. Um, and so lots of times we're there because on the weekends, you can never really use the main stage because they book acts that, that play like four nights. No right? Three or four us, nights. but we're
0: not Bill Bellamy.
1: <laughs> yeah, Bill yeah. Bellamy did we're, sell out. Yeah,
0: he like, we're, ain't no Bill, we're not Bill Bellamy. Not
1: Maybe left. we can't sell out like four nights in a row. Multiple shows, by the way.
0: Multiple shows because we did not invent the term booty call, which, by the way, did you know that's his claim to fame?
1: The booty. Well, I remember booty call because it was a movie.
0: Yeah, but that was like supposedly he was the first person to ever use the term booty call oh. in like, you know, American. Like, he is the guy. He's that guy. He is that guy.
1: Well, that would explain it. Well, anyway, so we, we have the side lounge, and we decided to do like a one show for our anniversary because it's one year since mm-hmm. the whole podcast started. And normally we do two shows, but it's the holiday season. Lots of people have a lot of commitments. So anyway, the whole point is thank you. Thank you for selling us out. If you wanted to get a ticket, I'm sorry you're going to have to wait for the new year. Sorry. The next show will be 2017. So anyway, did Dan
0: get his ticket?
1: No. Dan doesn't even I, don't
0: know. I didn't get I didn't get look at. I didn't get Monica one either. So you
1: know,
0: <laughs> of course she, they're both they're both shit out of luck on this. Oh, I already oh, did it. Oh. So, the, the, oh. The, oh no. This is a statement intended to specify or limit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and enforced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years.
1: Well, I think Monica can get the standing room. Think like she can she can roll in and stand. I don't
0: think she wants to come
1: well then that's like, good. I, I, yeah, we
0: don't I, I, I want to I wanna remember that I brought it up, or like I didn't even bring it up. Like I want to say I didn't even mention the fact that I had the live show because I'm just kind of nonchalant about stuff like that. And it was her that came to me and just said like, "Oh, by the way, not coming to your show. Can't make it."
1: She said that she had some other. She's got like another commitment or right or yeah, something. I
0: don't remember what it is. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Well, Dan won't be there because he's recovering post hernia surgery, which so, happened yesterday.
0: O.S. Okay, we talked about this <laughs> on Sunday when we met up. All right. OS, Sarah, oversharing. All right.
1: I feel like that's a common story. That's not like an anal fissure. Well, an no. anal fissure was like overshare. But it's But Dan. I share everything.
0: And Dan, you know, Dan doesn't really, Dan doesn't like when you share stuff like that. Yeah,
1: he doesn't like anything personal on about, but I, I'm i like, do you know who you're with? Like, I can't possibly not bring up personal stuff. That's like who I am.
0: Can I just mention how the scenario went down that I found out about Dan's hernia surgery? Right. Uh, in which, so what, Sunday? Yeah. We show up to our good friends, Allison and Chris from the DC and probably had a cookie party. Yes. Right? And so we went there. Getting ready for all these cookies. We walk up. I have a plate full of cookies. I'm ready to nosh. Dan and Sarah walk over to say, hey, what's up? We give our hugs. And Sarah goes, oh. I like, hey, Dan. What's up, man? You're not drinking? He goes, nope, not having a beer. And Sarah goes, yeah, he's having surgery tomorrow on his hernia. Wow. I was just like, okay. And Dan's face got, he was mortified. He had literally just met, like, my girlfriend for the first time. What, maybe? Oh, was that
1: the first time they'd met?
0: How would they have ever met Sarah?
1: Oh, I keep thinking election night party that they met, which I thought they'd met briefly, but maybe Maybe the night was crazy or whatever. So, um, but anyhow, yeah, no, no, no. I had to share. I feel you, man. He couldn't drink. He could only have, like, one or two cookies. Um, But anyway, the surgery went fine, and so he's going to be out of commission, so he won't be there either.
0: I was told by a friend of mine, because I actually did mention it, speaking of oversharing, I talked about this to a bunch of people this weekend afterwards, and they were saying that sneezing, (gasps) trying to avoid sneezing, like, sneezing is, like, the killer. They're like, sneezing is not fun anymore.
1: He said it feels just like you've done like a thousand sit-ups. Like your your whole abdomen just like aches. Oh, sweet! Is a so uh, no, no. I, I wish it was more of like a when they were down there doing the hernia surgery. They inserted the like fake abs. You know how you can get that plastic surgery as well, but they didn't.
0: Wait, you can. <laughs> yes. Have you wait. You, you haven't can seen it? I have yes. never seen it. No.
1: Do you know you can get like a plastic surgery makeover on your shins? You can get well, new shins, and you can get abs. Im- oh, I embedded. knew about calves,
0: but I didn't yeah. know people could like know every part way, of your six- body. Hack yeah. implants? That is not no way.
1: Are you thinking about it
0: now? No way. No, absolutely not.
1: Why not? Oh my god! Can you imagine? You'd be so. You'd look so yeah, great. Yeah, I would for have this
0: fat face, flabby arms, and somehow a six pack. That's not going to look awkward.
1: That would be so brilliant. Uh, anyway, look, we have a lot to talk about for our weekend, but also um, so much to discuss. So many emails, so many Snapchats over the weekend. Um, I'm so curious your thoughts on this. But a Republican emailed us. She wants to come to the show, but none of her friends or family will come with her because our show is so liberal. She wants to know if she comes, if we think she'll be the only loner Republican at the live show. No. So, oh, you? (laughs) No. (laughs) I want to hear all your opinions. Okay. You can't, like, whisper and then not tell me what you're saying. I can't read lips.
0: Well, Sarah, either can people who are listening.
1: That kills me. Um, Anyway, so we'll do that. also... Would you be offended, because um, this is becoming more and more of an issue, you know, sex bots are are going to be real. Like, if you mm-hmm. watch Westworld, I'm a huge Westworld fan, um, we are literally getting to the point that you're going to have a realistic sex bot. Here's the problem, though. People are using a very similar image to you. They're altering maybe one or two things, much like a copyright, right? Like it's very hard to own something
0: yeah. because people
1: can change a couple things, but basically it's your likeness. So if somebody made a sex bot that looked like you, would you be offended or would that be a compliment?
0: Um, For like, me? Like you. Would, like, just like me, as
1: you are. Not like making you better or worse, like just uh, like you. Let's be
0: honest. I would be complimented by that one. <laughs> totally complimented.
1: Okay. Uh, we have to talk about that. And then how do you feel too? I don't know if you if you read that story about police in California using a fake news story to now arrest gang members and it's caused a lot of outrage. So mm. we have all that to talk about. Um, by the way though I wanted to find out how your weekend was. Was the rest of your weekend good? What's been going on in your world?
0: Oh I was trying to tell you uh, this weekend I ended up going to the metro there's like a metro cooking show. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So they have like it's pretty much a bunch of different like vendors. If you're into cooking of any sorts, whether it's you know whatever. cooking in itself or like buying condiments or seeing new products or doing whatever, it was just like a mix of just a ton of food, right? And so my buddy uh, Logan McGeer, is a barbecue chef, so we were in the barbecue section. But that just meant that we sat there and walked on plates of barbecue to all the liquor people, trading liquor for barbecue.
1: Oh my god! And so I end
0: up just having myself a really good, set. almost like you know how.
1: No, I totally get it. Like, so by the way, when you go to those, are you showing your products, or you can just can anybody, or is that just well, only to, open like, to the restaurant? you have to pay for a booth
0: and stuff. You know, you have to pay like to show your stuff. So I think if you have, if you pay, you can always pay. But play. it's
1: open to the public, right?
0: Well, yeah, people buy tickets to get in there. It's not like a, it's a huge thing at the convention center. I mean, we tried to walk around; it was massive.
1: Wow. A lot of stuff. Did you, any new products that you were like blown away by?
0: I didn't, like, I'm telling you, Sarah, I literally just focused on the alcohol. Just the alcohol. I just sat there. Once I found friends of mine that were working there, that were serving booze, I knew Mm. what the next four hours of my life was going to be.
1: Delicious. So. Um, Well, my weekend was just basically prepping for this hernia surgery. And then also I received a lovely picture of a man's dick. Which Mm -hmm. which here's my here's my question for you? So I was I was beginning to tell you and Monica about this on Sunday night, but um, last week we read an email from a guy who basically said to me, "Hey, if you're so body positive, why don't you um, ever post photos of yourself like nude or more in a bikini to celebrate your
0: body? Right? Uh You shirtless like in bed, you know what I mean? Like other girls did.
1: (laughs) This is what I want to ask you. So. Apparently, when we were talking about that, because the minute we get done a show, I completely forget like what we've talked about. Did I say something to effect of of send me a, a penis picture? Yes. And did I? But uh, did I say something about sending one back? You no. said
0: that you egged. Back. I believe I may have egged that on a little bit, in which I was like, "Well, dude, yes, yeah, send us some. We'll send you some back." <sighs> And unfortunately, he just didn't send it to me. He sent it directly to you. I got a
1: picture. And um, this person's very uh, well-endowed. It was actually a really gorgeous penis. And there's no way to replay a picture, right?
0: No. I mean, you have to immediately do it then or or it's it's, just gone forever. uh,
1: So I'm just wondering, um, you know, if we should send him something back. Do you want to send anything?
0: Well, I said I was upset that he didn't send me anything of anything. Like, you know.
1: If he wants to send you a picture of his penis, but he should.
0: Why? Well, we could compare. I can be like, look at mine, look and at yours. It's so just natural.
1: If this person were to send you a penis picture like he did me, like fully aroused, you would also send one back to I him?
0: I would probably send him back. You, you would. Yeah, yeah. And
1: you Well, y- I, would, you I would, would do
0: Here's the. I told you my favorite one to do is like, I don't take the. Everyone tries to do like the above, you know, because it makes your penis look good.
1: He was erected and, and he was obviously in like a full length mirror. No, he was oh, he standing was like, so in a full length mirror. He was taking a
0: picture of the mirror, right? Yes. See, I like to actually take the phone and then to stick it in be- like behind my body in between my legs and then go upwards so that way you know you get the little bit of the taint action you get a little bit of everything with it you know
1: oh okay
0: and it's really unattractive
1: That's- <laughs> all right so you will send him back a picture like that yeah okay
0: I mean, You am gonna go take one now I'll come right back you can talk for like 20 minutes can't you talk for like two minutes, can't? 20 minutes. sorry i'm two minutes can't you sure I,
1: take, I wonder if you're following this person on Snap.
0: I don't know. We'll have to give it to me later. I'll
1: I will. Him. I will. Absolutely. I think it would be hysterical if he opens his Snapchat. So thank you uh, very much for that picture. Um, I always enjoy a good dick pic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I really wanted to screenshot it, but I was told by everybody that it's really rude to do that. Like, you can't. You can't do that. Which, again, I feel like if you're sending me a dick pic, can I, I? I want to take a photo. I want to save that.
0: But why would you want to save that?
1: Because. I just feel like it was, a, it was a really beautiful penis.
0: So that way when Dan's doing it, you can just kind of pop it up and look and be like,
1: ah. Uh... <laughs> no, that is not. Anyway, um, look, you, you need to be following us on social media and send us anything. And I, I can't be sending back, like, what am I going to do to send a body positive picture? I'm not going to be, like, kind of coaxed into sending but Why news. don't
0: you send him a picture like you normally do, Sarah? You in some, like, you know, stained sweatpants. <laughs> Dan's, um, like, what do when you call am it?
1: am I wearing stained like sweatpants? Dan's pants.
0: smoking jacket, you know. Does he have a smoking jacket? <laughs> I feel like he would have a smoking jacket, by the way. I'm just going to no. throw that out
1: there. Why are you making me sound like Honey Boo Boo right Dan's now? Dan's smoking no. jacket.
0: Some like bunny, you know, slippers. And just be like, yeah, you want this? This is me being bozzy, uh, what, body positive. B- b- body <laughs> <yes>. positive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So positive body image. Okay. Whatever. I'll celebrate that. But not in some stained pajamas. Uh, Anyhow, so thank you very much for that. You need to be following us on social media. Uh, I'm on Snapchat, Hey Frase Show. Sammy's on Snapchat, V-S-A-M-Y-K. And that goes for all his other social medias. You can find him on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. It's all there and then um i'm on twitter and instagram under hey Fridge. um i want to get your thoughts so many great stories out by the way over the weekend and can you put be- a sad story by the way with comet ping pong pizza here in dc
0: um yeah it's insane
1: oh so look as you guys know we podcast from dc right but we're now on this nationwide platform so this story has gotten nationwide attention and if you haven't done research on hashtag Pizzagate, you should. It's this insane story, right? The insanity of this is it's a fake news story, but somebody went to the extent of like, re, like finding all these links, and it all stems from the Podesta emails that allegedly link Hillary Clinton... To, or as people in Hillary Clinton's cabinet, this is what it paints the picture of. Being involved in Comet Ping Pong, and then it takes Comet Ping Pong in their social media where they've had kids because they're a family-friendly restaurant, like Sammy said, and essentially goes, oh, well, in the pedophilia world, this kid holding a necklace with a piece of pizza means this. And essentially that all their comments on Instagram and everything when they referred to pizza was referring to child sex. And essentially there was this elite child pornography ring that was happening there. They were keeping kids there. All this...
0: Crazy like, It's shit. so insane that even though people have come on, and been like, no, that email that says, yes, the kid, yes, there will be, yes, the kids, blah, 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 3, 7, and 9 will be there. The pool will be warm, so there will be plenty of entertainment all around. Okay? This is them talking about a kid's birthday party, inviting one of their neighbors saying, hey, yes, the kids are going to be around anyway, so you can show up early, you know, don't worry. Like, it's insane. And people are reading all this out of context. They're saying about pedophilia artwork. And it's like, no, no, no. It's uh, literally a picture of a kid with a slice of pizza. Go fuck yourself. Like,
1: so if you didn't hear about this, but over the weekend, Edgar Madison Welch walked into that pizzeria. The 28-year-old then asked everyone to leave and fired onto the floor um, as he walked around the venue looking to rescue children. Uh, he allegedly told police he wanted to rescue the fictitious child sex slaves. He told officers he read that children were being harbored in the basement. However, he gave up and put his weapon down after he found nothing. Welch made his first appearance in D.C. court on Monday and is being held without bail. I mean, I don't, and by the way, so Comet Ping Pong was closed yesterday, and then Mm -hmm. they're reopening today. Welsh is from Salisbury, North Carolina. How unbelievable that these people are working there.
0: So does the wall have to go between Mexico and the United States, or can we put it around D.C.? Because I feel like (laughs) every fucking loony is going to come into our city and try to do something (laughs) batshit crazy. Yes! Like, look at that guy. Like, he literally read fake news on the internet, okay? That's all he did, and they perpetuate it.
1: (sighs) I know. This fellow looks like... Like, here's my issue. are loose.
0: What if I was just there having lunch? Like, well, I, gonna go I know. Get pizza? I can't drive downtown at that point. I can shit my pants.
1: Unbelievable. So this is the craziest part. The rumors continue, by the way, online. So you still... And you still have... And, and I'm going to get this quote wrong. Um, but you still have... Even somebody who's like the son of a government, like, national security expert is tweeting, until Pizzagate is proven not... You know, to not be true, we can't assume that this is fake is fake news. So you have some high up people still tweeting about this, which is just, oh, I'm sorry. It's Michael G. Flynn, by the way. And he writes, until Pizzagate proven to be false, it'll remain a story. The left seems to forget hashtag Podesta emails and the many, quote, coincidences tied to it. He's the son of incoming national security advisor Michael Flynn, who posted that in support of the conspiracy theory. But so sad. Great. So,
0: how about this? Where's your conspiracy now? Huh? He walked in, shot, you know, at the floor, scared the shit out of a bunch of people eating food, scared the shit out of all the employees, and all he found was some burnt pizza.
1: I. I know. I agree with you. Uh, the Comet Ping Pong owner says that what happened over the weekend demonstrates that promoting false and reckless conspiracy theories comes with major consequences. So um, if you are in the D.C. area, there's going to be a rally on, in that meaning that people are going to show up in support of Comet Ping Pong Pizza this Friday. You can Google it because it's getting a ton of attention um, starting at 11 a.m. So it's just so sad that that continues. And I can't imagine. I can't believe Comet's opening up. Like, wouldn't you, I'm amazed they're not deterred. Like, I would be terrified. But
0: how, it's one crazy that came in. Like, you know what I mean? Hopefully uh, him getting arrested well, thank and him God. showing up and realizing that. Luckily, it was someone that at least wasn't crazy enough to just start shooting. You well, know that's what, what I mean? mean like, yeah. He walked in. He goes, everyone get out. I'm here just to save the kids. You know, he doesn't find the kids. He puts his gun down. And now he's going to jail for a long goddamn time. So hopefully a lot of people Won't who would think crazy would be like, all right, maybe, maybe, okay, maybe I should leave this up to the police. Maybe uh, there's some crazy government conspiracy. like. Uh.
1: So from that fake news story to, um, how do you feel about this in California, where police are getting a lot of backlash after they actually fed a fake news story to the media, which ran it, in order to catch um, MS-13 gang members, and then they ended up making several arrests. But now a lot of people are going, hey, look, the fact that police are going to the extreme of using the media, which is supposed to be getting a real story is, like, deceitful and not worth even taking these gang members off the street. How do you feel about that?
0: Uh, that's, like, something the CIA does. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, some propaganda crap right there that I don't really think that some police officer who's had, what, 19 weeks of training is probably officially, like, you know... Officially like An expert to do You know I don't really think He understands Political propaganda And and news propaganda
1: Well the Santa Maria Police chief Ralph Martin Defended the rare Tactic this week When it came to light Saying that he had Never done such a thing In his 43 year career But he wouldn't Rule out doing it again He says it was A moral and ethical Decision and I stand By it I am keenly aware And sensitive to the Community and the media I also had 21 bodies Lying in the city In the last 15 months The phony announcement been issued in February was discovered in court documents only recently and only was reported last week by Santa Maria Sun, a weekly newspaper in the city. Um, The daily newspaper and local television stations were unaware that the information in the original press release in February was all false. Um, they reported that two men, Jose Santos Melendez and Jose uh, Marino Melendez, had been picked up for identity theft and handed over to immigration authorities. In fact, detectives eavesdropping on the deadly MS-13 gang had raced uh, to the home of the two cousins in nearby in a nearby area and took them into protective custody after learning hitmen were on their way there. Um, but they created this whole false story and then... Gave that to the media.
0: Oh, so they did to save someone's—they to save two people's lives.
1: No, I mean they did save two people's lives, but they also basically then arrested these other gang members because of it. But, well, they, yeah, but the they whole thing is—they said they were thing thing eavesdropping
0: they on the. Hold on. So what? I think what they're saying is the news—the news, the news story doesn't make any sense like, to me. It just seems like it was a little bit extra. But so, if I gather, they were listening onto the MS-13 gang members, right? Overheard them say that they were going to go kill these two people, and so then they released. news story to take them in protective custody, so that way they could be start new lives and just be assumed that they were arrested and deported.
1: Clarifies it. it says police investigating a notorious gang in a city in California's central coast issued a fake press release that the chief credited with saving two men by deceiving gang members who wanted to kill them, but the ruse was criticized by news organizations who reported it as fact. So it was fake, though. The yeah. whole thing was fake, so there wasn't anybody in danger. But if you're trying
0: to save. But no, but the two people are real, though, right? And the two people are actually in protective custody, aren't they?
1: Mm, I don't think so.
0: Oh, so he I just think made they up made, two made all
1: that. Yeah, I think they made up that whole story. I think.
0: Okay. Um, maybe I okay. Maybe I misunderstood the first time. My bad.
1: Well, anyway, so but a lot of people are upset. They use public system, paid for with public dollars, to present false information to the public.
0: That's all right. You, look, you news, think people, it's fine? news people report on, on the Kardashians all the damn time. Okay, and, <laughs> and nothing, about completely fake? nothing about that's real. Nothing about that's real.
1: Well, it's an interesting tactic because I wonder if more police uh, police forces are going to be using it. Basically, by using the media, and is that is that does that become a moral issue?
0: Uh, I think if anything, it just causes distrust, right?
1: Yeah, and police. Yeah, if which you're I a would news think...
0: producer, why would you trust the police anymore? Like,
1: right? Which exactly is what the article is saying. Is like, how many times can you cry wolf? Which I would think, in this day and age, even though it's a tactic that landed you some arrests, isn't it about the bigger picture and your credibility? Yeah, one would think, right? Anyway. Um, also, for this week, if you've got a ton of holiday parties, which I feel like, are you going to, what did you end up doing? I, did went, you to a a of, I went to a giving.
0: I went to a late Friendsgiving. That's like the only holiday party I really had planned.
1: So, okay, you probably know this list, but could you tell right off the bat, like, what alcohols you should stay away from if you want a less of a hangover? They'll still give you a hangover, but like, do you know what alcohols are the worst well, for a hangover? I mean,
0: I kind of know which alcohols and their benefits are.
1: Okay, so does it surprise you that number one, if this is this is like the, the worst,
0: the worst drink for a hangover, the
1: worst drink for a hangover, I'm the worst guess alcohol for a hangover, worst
0: alcohol? Are we talking about Christmas drinks too, or just straight up alcohol? Straight alcohol, straight up That's alcohol. It's gonna be champagne.
1: They say vodka.
0: Vodka bullshit. Unless you're drinking cheap vodka, maybe.
1: Uh, vodka has, um, so they're saying if you're, tr- okay, sorry. If you're trying to avoid a killer headache in the morning, okay. ask your bartender for vodka. Vodka, that's thank what you, I was going to say. Vodka
0: would be the opposite.
1: Vodka has the least hangover causing toxins compared to other dark liquors like scotch and whiskey. Mm-hmm. So scotch and whiskey will give you a much uh, deeper or I guess um, more drastic hangover.
0: Do I think it's all the sugars. So, like, whiskey has a ton of sugars. It's made with corn and stuff, so it's got a lot more natural sugars in it. Vodka... You know, this is just some, like, root. You know what I mean? So it's not really...
1: And you're right, by the way. Uh, be careful of champagne. The carbon dioxide used to create these fun, bubbly drinks it makes your bloodstream absorb the alcohol more mm-hmm. quickly, and that could be one of the worst hangovers. So anything with carbonation, too.
0: Dude, champagne will fuck you up. I, don't know.
1: I, get, I feel like I get hangover, a hangover on any drink that but, I drink. But, you know,
0: they also say, like, if you're trying to, like, lose weight and not, like, you know, but you still got to go out and party, just drink straight tequila. Oh, like, drink a nice tequila. No, this thing, because you're talking about, not, I'm not saying don't get like the crap stuff, okay? You gotta,
1: dr- you gotta drink really, really nice tequila shots. Not
0: really, really nice, like just like a basic, a good mezcal, good tequila, something with agave in it, because it's much like, yeah, it's got hell, like it's actually healthy for you, kind of. Oh! As in, like, it's like if you're trying to lose weight, it's kind of has got le- the least amount of calories, it'll do the most bang for your buck, you know, and you won't have this super crazy hangover.
1: Oh, my God. I want to try that. Yeah. I feel like most places that I go, they don't have, like, high-end. That's the thing I'm saying. I need, like, no, a better...
0: Sarah, no, I'm not saying high Just go get something, like, you know... And they go, hey, do you have anything that's like Patron but not Patron? And they go, oh, yeah, here, this. Then That'll that. be better. Just don't get, like, Jose Cuervo. Don't get if it's, like, you know, if it says El Diablo tequila and it comes in a plastic bottle behind the bar, that's not what I'm <laughs> recommending at all.
1: Those will be the worst, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, just get, like, a bag, an actual tequila that's not owned by an American company. Yeah,
1: It's true. You can afford an open bar for your upcoming holiday party. Yes! California tortillas, make your own fajita and taco bars. Take the guesswork out of pleasing guests. Visit caltort.com slash catering or call 855-CALTORT to book yours. We don't nearly talk enough sports on this show, I'll tell you.
0: Hey, man, let's talk about them. How about them? Um,
1: <laughs> See, here's Yankees. the next Teddy Beats, Teddy Beats song that needs to be made is when Sarah and Sammy try and talk about sports. Because, I'm sorry... Have you read this whole controversy that the Nationals are getting so much backlash for not agreeing to Bryce Harper's like long-term contract of four hundred million dollars mm-hmm. that they're basically going to resign him for two years, but they're done. They don't think is anybody worth four hundred million dollars? Yeah, you think he is?
0: Bryce Harper is.
1: At are you p- kidding? Four hundred million dollars. That's, That's some BS. You know
0: what this is? I think this is like the other players kind of getting their hands in there, right? Because you got some older guys on there.
1: He's seeking, sorry, a ten-year contract. Yeah, four hundred million dollars. A, a minimum of ten million. That's dude, you don't think that's insane? That's
0: amazing, Sarah. It's amazing to me because at this point, baseball was doing all right, right? We had what's his name Zimmerman. We okay, had Ryan that, Zimmerman. Okay, yeah. we had that guy that we traded for that's like really good with the beard and stuff and the long hair.
1: Oh, Jason Worth. Jason See, Worth. See, we know sports.
0: Okay, and then we had that dude with the goatee that was the pitcher that sucked. But everyone thought it was going to be amazing. Oh, uh, Strasburg. Strasburg. Okay. Okay. Strasburg. Steven Strasburg. All right. And then now, then all of a sudden we get Bryce Harper, and our team becomes... Amazing, right? And on top of that, he is a media fucking queen. No one else is getting invited to the AMA's, okay, professional baseball, but Bryce Harper. He is the biggest he is the biggest star in baseball right now. He's the biggest like right now though. symbol. But he's the biggest like young sex symbol that we could sit there and could, it's like it's like Chicago getting rid of Michael Jordan before he won a championship. Like that'd be stupid.
1: So you, know, you think we you if you were owners I'm of the Nats, I'm saying that
0: I would sit there and I would go, "All right, fine, get rid of him. He's going to take all that money and all that success somewhere else." Or you got a bunch of old players that are probably bitching about it that don't really matter. Well, um, Bryce Harper is what people want to be. No one's cutting their hair to look like Ryan Zimmerman, you know. But everyone's cutting their hair like Bryce Harper. Everyone's cutting their hair. You know, everyone's dressing like him. Everyone's talking about him. He's always on ESPN. He's always on all the other shows. He's like an actual pop culture icon not just the baseball player, which is why I think that's worth it. Really? Yeah, man. People don't go see the games anyway, so you might as well at least keep us interested. Like, I can go, then I can at least convince four girls to come with me because Bryce Harper's there. I don't I can know. I convince a bunch of people that don't care about baseball just because they go, "Oh, well, Bryce Harper's playing." They go, "Oh yeah, all right, cool, that's cool."
1: Yeah, but he, the guy isn't putting on a variety show after the game. I mean, if he did that, maybe.
0: But he kind of is during that. I mean, if I watch, I'm like, "All right, that's kind of interesting." Okay, now I can go back and get a beer.
1: He's just 24 years old. He possesses unworldly talent, and the fact that baseball's revenues are expected to exceed 11 billion this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Good Nationals have been getting backlash as to why they wouldn't do it.
0: Good for him. Good for him. The
1: largest contract in baseball belongs to Miami Martin Slugger, a guy named Stanton, who signed a record 13-year deal for $325 million contract extension in 2014. Um, so if he gets this, it'll be amazing. Um, also, the other big one was Alex Rodriguez's 10-year, $275 million contract with the Yankees in 2007. Um, But I think they tried to break that or something because A-Rod wasn't worth it. That's the thing is, like, wasn't A-Rod this exact same scenario a few years ago? Yeah, but A-Rod
0: still sold tickets for them and brought them in through every game for that 10 years, whether he was good or not. I think sometimes they forget that, yes, I get you want to win, and yes, it's professional sports, but in all realities, your job is to sell tickets. Your job is to fill seats, and if you have someone there that can fill seats... Awesome.
1: Well, the Nats have the Nationals have refused to pay it so far.
0: Like Ken Griffey Jr. Remember Ken Griffey Jr.? He never won a championship ever, but people just showed up to see him play anyways. He was like a pop. He was like a pop icon.
1: Well, but isn't that too because
0: because he had a video game and it was awesome. Yeah, I had it. <laughs> Griffey '64, baby. And it's out of right, here. Didn't
1: Ken Griffey Jr. get in all kinds of trouble off the field, which kind of led to like...
0: I don't know about that. I haven't heard what you're talking about. I only know from N64. <laughs> okay.
1: okay. Anyway, um, the Nats, uh, I, I don't know. I just think it's so interesting. When I saw that, I was like, I don't know why the Nats are getting hate. $400 million for 10 years? That's ridiculous.
0: So yeah, if stupid. I get why you're a little bitter about it because you wish they would have offered you $400 million for 10 years <laughs> to stay as the host, but you know, then you called this one guy Wang instead of Wong, and they weren't having it. And...
1: I feel like I knew game one or two that like it wasn't going to work out, and no, they were not interested. They didn't even offer me a contract extension at no. a lesser rate.
0: I <laughs> mean, but at least they didn't like kick you out, you know what I mean? You don't, you're not banned for life.
1: Oh, no, I can still, like, get into the stadium, but yeah. um, I don't think they'd let me near a microphone again. Oh,
0: absolutely not. No yeah. way. No way.
1: It's like, I, it's like, what do people expect? They hear you on the radio. They know what you talk about, like, sex and all this other stuff. And then they expect you to come to the baseball game and, like, re- be according and read a script. I'm like, I'm not. We're radio. We're off the cuff. We don't have a teleprompter.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and call this guy Wong. His name looks like Wang. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Old story. Basically, I was the in-stadium co-host or whatever for one season. It was also- years ago in 2011, but I didn't get invited back after there was a guy, a pitcher named I wonder what even happened to him. It was spelled W A N G. I thought it was Wang, so they went to me live, and I said, here's some Wang fans."
0: And they did not appreciate you saying <laughs> Wang fans to a stadium full of people.
1: Whatever. It was worth it, it, what? though.
0: worth it, though, right? Totally worth it. Isn't it worth it?
1: Was it worth it? Yeah, I don't know no, no. Really I think just it. to have
0: been able to sit there and to look back at your career and be like, I one time to a packed stadium full of Nats fans said, hey guys, here's some Wang fans. And. That was it. Like, that's fantastic.
1: (laughs) Well, it would have been if it was planned, but I genuinely, honestly thought that's how you said the name. It wasn't like they gave me a pronunciation guide. didn't give me anything. And then they, like, sent me home that night, and they were like, if this goes viral, we cannot afford another mistake.
0: Oh man, I wish at that point I'd be oh, like, "You guys like didn't record this? <laughs> yeah. I need this for my I need this for my resume." <laughs> yeah.
1: That my would have been CV. so good. No, yeah. I think they destroyed the tape. That's bull. I know they were so concerned that that would go viral oh, amongst sure their other things. Um, okay, look, we got this email from a Republican fan. I feel bad that people are in the closet about their their political beliefs because well, of this show. Like, yeah,
0: okay, I got I have a lot of questions for this person, but okay. okay.
1: Uh, hey, Sarah and Sammy. You guys are pretty familiar with me. I've been a super long-time fan friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, years upon years. We have stayed in contact, and I've had tickets to your podcast show in the past and missed it for health reasons, uh, my son's graduation, et cetera. Anyhow, this brings me to my advice question. I love you guys. Always have. I'm a Republican, though. Yes, I know that's a bad word, but despite political views, I still love you all. When you guys say anything I don't agree with, it doesn't bother me. I just ignore it and move on because everyone has a different opinion. No big deal. I know it... Um, Okay, I know it is to some, but I don't let that stuff affect my relationships. Anyhow, my friends and family, my husband, are all Republican, too, but they, unlike me, are not so forgiving and get annoyed by others' beliefs, especially if they deem them over the top. Therefore, no one will go with me to your live show. No one, she writes in in Capital. Letters. I'm alone a Republican with no one that will attend the show with me. What should I do? Uh, What can I do? I want to go, but I don't want to sit by myself. Can you please give me your opinion? You all should have like a Republican section or a black sheep section. So for people who come alone, help. So sad.
0: Well, okay. I don't know about the Republican section because I think on my issue, which I've always mentioned, is that I I don't really like you could be a Republican, you could be a Libertarian, you could be Green Party, you could be whatever the hell you want to be. We're not a political show. You know, so you can come and do that. Now, if you're racist, on the other hand, or if you somehow feel that people don't deserve equal rights, then, yeah, then I mean, you're probably not going to be welcome in a situation like this where everyone's pretty much welcome.
1: But I don't think but we, they, that but but know, we don't attract that kind anyway. of listener anyway.
0: So I think she said she's a Republican. I go, all right, well, fine. You clearly have reasons to vote Republican. But I want you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, do I hate people based on choices they make for themselves? They make on their own. Do I hate them? Do I hate them because I think they're she's gay? Do no. I hate them because they're black? Do I hate them because they're Muslim? If you can honestly look in the mirror and say no, bienvenue, welcome, like, you're welcome, come to the party. But if you're a racist, hell no, no one wants here. I feel so, sad. And I don't feel like your family. Like the fact that your family thinks that they can't come going to disagree. What are they going to disagree with? The fact that we're not racist. Like I'm, I'm assuming they're not racist either.
1: Maybe it's just that they don't I think she's saying she's open-minded She can respect somebody that has a differing opinion Her family members can't Here's my question though Do you think there's a lot of Republicans listening That feel like they don't come to our shows or email us Because they feel like we're too liberal I don't want that I feel like we're a neutral show
0: Well I mean I'm definitely not neutral But you can be as neutral as you want to be
1: Yeah I'm like with this woman I don't care what you believe in I, I don't
0: either I don't care what you are I mean it's clear what I am But I don't care what you are I'm just saying as long as you're not a racist That's the only thing I actually care about yeah, well, uh, anyway. Or unless your last name rhymes with Schmeimund. Then I probably think you're a dick.
1: <coughs> well, okay, hold on. God oh, God my you. God. God bless you. Thanks. I just feel like, look, Republicans, you're all welcome. Like I say, everybody, this show is for anyone. Anybody, anything, where anything goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Republican, Democrat, I feel so bad that people have been hiding in the closet. That's not what we're about.
0: Even if you voted for H- Harambe, okay, you're welcome to our show.
1: Come and be a part Come. of the show. Yeah. I don't care. Not this Bring one. This all one, the Trump people. It's no problem. Just
0: not this one. This one's sold out. You're going to have to wait for the next one, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. We've had Omarosa on. We didn't trash her until, like, after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
0: I don't only know. Because she owed us money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yet to react that. I can't wait to hear what Paul Warton has to say about that on Friday. Uh, anyway, look, I'm sorry that we feel like we, we don't give off, uh, you know, welcoming vibes to everybody, but come. Sit in your own section. If you already have a ticket, you can come. If you don't, like Sammy said, next show. Brian. Um, the man who's got a bionic penis says that he's had over 50 offers for women that want to have sex with them. Okay, this That's is... so terrible for this poor guy. He's just trying to heal. And then he says that he gets tired of the fact, well, he's physically tired. That's why he says no to them. And then he's been shocked at how inundated he's been with people who want to have sex with his bionic penis. When I read this story, I was
0: so annoyed with the news media. This is the kind of crap that I talk about. It just annoys the hell out of me. Why? okay? Okay, if I had a bionic penis, I hope way more than 50 people offer to have sex with me. All right? Like, you have a bionic penis, Sarah. All right? You are the first human being with a robot penis, and you're telling me... Only 50? If anything, that's not a news story. That's, just a, that's a shame. Like, it should have been 5,000, 50,000 people reaching out to him being like, oh, my gosh, yes, let me see this bionic penis.
1: <laughs> Why are you mad at the news, though? They're not, Because like-
0: they're reporting on it, like, oh fifty 50 people, and he's upset. If anything, the news story should be like, man gets offered sex 50 times, biggest wuss ever, says no. Right? <laughs> like,
1: Well, I think uh, Muhammad Abad, Abad, I believe is how I say his name. Um, He's got this mechanical manhood that helped him lose his virginity at age 44. Now the prosthetic device inflates with liquid from his stomach when he presses a button on his testicles. Yeah, you ever seen these? No.
0: Oh my gosh! Bring
1: up a video. I've never seen this. I'm so fascinated. By the way, if you're wondering, he lost his natural penis as a boy in a road accident, and he says he's had 50 sexual offers from intrigued women. But despite that interest. The Edinburgh man ha, uh, hasn't activated his pride and joy since sleeping with his uh, since sleeping with a sex worker eight months
0: ago to lose his virginity. Good for him. Look, he lost to someone he loved.
1: He said he's working fourteen hour shift and he's, shifts and he's just too tired for sex.
0: All right, look at this, Sarah. Look at that. Look at it. see. He takes it. They pinch right there. This is yeah. a bionic penis. Yeah, look. They pump? Like that's what they do. They pump. And it fills it up with liquid from his stomach, oh, I and it can't. gets erect like that. Look, it. So you have to like squeeze one testicle. So You pull out your right one. You're like squeeze, 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 oh, squeeze, I can't. like a bike, you know. I can't. And then when you want to release it, you have to like squeeze the other one, I think. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's cra- it's crazy, right? Oh god, oh god, I don't even S- like it. I can't. What? And you're talking about sex dolls ah. taking over? I'm more excited about my body being half bionic. Oh. Look at that, Sarah's completely Ooh. right. Look, it. then they squeeze the other one, and it deflates. Come on, let it go there. Look it.
1: Ding. Oh my God, this is crazy. Have you Googled this? Oh my God, if you are at work, you need to Google this. When you get home, if you have you not seen how a bionic penis just works? Type I in can't.
0: inflation and deflation of penile implants. I'm sorry. 53 million views and it has not been taken off of. Ugh.
1: That's
0: it's awesome, right?
1: It's, you know what, it is awesome. It is amazing we're there, but the problem is, is I just, I don't. Like I can't deal with how like where the liquid's coming from and like all that stuff. But I can't. But
0: so it's gotta go somewhere and it's gotta fill up with you know.
1: Ugh, I don't know. This guy, uh, I don't know what this says though. Clearly, even with the bionic penis, sex must not be that satisfying to him. The guy hasn't had sex since he lost his virginity, basically.
0: Well, is he like super awkward? I
1: don't know. What do you think? You think this guy looks awkward? Do you think he looks friendly to me? He looks friendly and sweet.
0: Oh, dude, yeah, totally screw
1: him. Yeah, well, he says he's not interested. He's too exhausted. He's working 14-hour shifts.
0: Aw, oh, good for him. He's a hard worker.
1: <laughs> he lost his virginity to this woman, this sex worker.
0: Oh, okay, well, She's yeah. not bad either. Good for her.
1: Yeah. She was one of the women to have sex, the first women to have sex with his bionic penis. I would have thought.
0: Can't wait for that book 50, to come out.
1: Okay, if you look at that video, 50 offers that he has is good.
0: 50, I mean, now that I see him, yeah, okay, fifty's pretty rad for
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think so, too. Oh, God. Um, a couple other stories, too, that I wanted to get your opinion on. Did you see, did you, I don't know if you have the audio up and ready, but the uh, landlord that was caught having sex in the tenant's bed, do you have that? I can pull it up. I um, had it. No problem. Take your time. I'll set this up because I feel like everybody can relate to this. Anybody who's rented, have you ever caught a uh, landlord doing anything in your apartment that you felt like was inappropriate?
0: Um, what do you mean, like? Like uh,
1: like anything? Like, did you ever catch your landlord in your apartment when um, when they weren't supposed to be? I never
0: like. Yeah, I found in my apartment a couple times when they weren't supposed to be, saying they were cleaning stuff, but then like. My old roommate and I, when we lived in Rockville, we definitely thought that, like, we knew that they came in and, like, took beers and, like, hit our bong and shit in the middle of the day. What? Like, we know for a fact they didn't, so. That was, like, okay,
1: they came into your apartment and hit your bong for real?
0: Yeah, I, because here's the thing. We would, like, have it set up one way or, like, we would, like, leave it packed, you know? And then we'd, like, be, like, late to school, so we'd leave. There'd still be weed inside the bong, right? And we'd come home and there'd be one beer missing and there'd be no more weed in that bong. And we're like... Well, clearly, yeah. They came into our apartment, they smoked, and they drank it.
1: I'm trying to think of when you lived in Rockville.
0: Uh, I lived there for, like, less than one year. I hated it more than anything. (laughs) Sorry, people in Rockville.
1: Um, This happened in Colorado Springs. Hey, Take a listen to this, okay?
0: It detected noise, and it was strange because both of us work all day, every day.
1: One of those cameras is set up in the bedroom of his apartment at Skyway Condominiums in Colorado Springs.
0: I opened up the camera and kind of had to, like... Quit the program and like restarted again because I didn't really believe what I saw. We have to stop footage here because <laughs> oh my the rest God. Is And it just gonna go. what?
1: <laughs> what? It
0: just goes like it shows him, like oh oh
1: it shows the guy yeah beginning to take his pants off and it just goes
0: black yeah it's awesome.
1: Uh, can you imagine? Um, they opened up the camera and they found quite the program. Uh, their landlord had come in and started having sex. On their bed. Um, Obviously, the landlords don't have the ability to go into a tenant's apartment and do whatever they want. That was according to a police officer there. Um, They caught up with the accused landlord and asked him what he was doing in the apartment. And he didn't have a comment. He said no comment at this point. Of course, charges are being pressed. Can you imagine you go in and... First of all, what are the chances? I wonder how many people even have a camera set up in their bedroom. That's Uh, the other crazy part of this story. Well, if
0: anything, you look at that, I go, that camera was at a really good angle to get, like... Does that guy's girlfriend know that he has See, a camera I set know. up? And like, uh, <laughs>
1: exactly, right? Isn't that kind of weird that they yeah. coincidentally have a, a camera set like up in there? It was there? set up
0: perfectly just to get like you know all the good angles.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. If you're listening and you have a camera in your bedroom, does your significant other know? Well, here's my why thing. Why do you is, have it?
0: Why, does this, why do people even know about this? If this was me and I would have had a video of my landlord doing it on my bed. I have just walked over,
1: blackmailed him for free rent.
0: Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Been like, guess who's not paying rent for the next um, two years? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. He's like what? i will be like, either that or I'm going right to the boss.
1: Right? I mean. I'm why Are do you blackmailing
0: me? No, no, no. I'm trading you, okay? I am selling you a product for another product.
1: An arrest warrant has been issued, by the way, for the guy, for the landlord. That is amazing. I'd be curious. What have you caught your landlord doing? Um, you can always email us to Sarah at com or SammyK at com. because I, I don't think over the years, I mean, I've lived in many apartments, but everybody's always been respectful that I That's know what of. That's you
0: think, Sarah. I guarantee you in that one on Mass Avenue, they definitely were in there snooping. <laughs> You think? Yeah, no, man. No, the people that mm-hmm. ran that place were so old. That's what I'm saying, Sarah. Guess who snoops? Uh, old people. <laughs> not About young what? People. Uh, oh, my God. Anything. They would have won in there. I guarantee you they found your, like, you know... <laughs>
1: Why would they be looking for that I stuff? I
0: guarantee they. just because they're just weird. Old people are weird, man. They look for stuff. They snoop. I don't my, know. I always my, felt like...
1: No, I never felt like I lived in an apartment building where anyone was snooping, but I don't know. I'm more concerned about public bathrooms. I always think there's a camera in public bathrooms.
0: Oh, but that's it's like gross. It's taking just, pictures of your crotch. Again, I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't get it.
1: What, why? You don't get the... Tra- I don't why get it, somebody's like, why, turned why someone on?
0: would do that, yeah. Just, to me, it's just one of those things like, uh, I I try to... You know, I try to walk a mile in everyone's shoes, <laughs> and that's just one mile I can't... Oh, you're not going
1: to try that one?
0: I can't get my feet into that mile. Oh, know okay. You I mean? So...
1: I know. It's really disgusting. I just remember there was a guy in Maine, and he was arrested because he would actually want... He would, like, go into the bathroom and get into the... Um, like, they had a porta potty, and he would get in there. I think you remember this story. Are you talking about Uncle Jerry? <laughs> no, not my uncle. I'm
0: just joking. I didn't know. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. The guy in Maine that would literally get in the porta potties and have people yeah. crap on him.
0: Yeah. who would just sit there in his hide and be like... Mm.
1: Don't you want to walk a mile in that guy's shoes?
0: No. Ugh. Because you're not really walking too much, there. It's a lot more just a lame. Uh,
1: yeah, you and getting are. Getting shat on. <laughs> oh, um, a woman ended up finding her husband's Tinder profile, so of course she went in and adjusted it.
0: Good for her. Do you think
1: she's like begging for attention, or you think this is? Um, funny?
0: I think you're begging for attention when you send it out. Because the thing, how do people find out about this?
1: Good question, right? You think she sent it to news yeah. outlets, or you think somebody sees I don't
0: know. it? No, I think that yeah, or it was made up or something like that. I don't know. I find it very. I just feel like your first reaction if you find your husband on Tinder and you realize he's talking to people would probably just be to you know kick him in the balls and,
1: <laughs> be and yell at him, yell at him no. for a while. She went in. She found out that her married husband was on. Um, and by the way, my, okay, yeah, and she actually uploaded it to Reddit. So, you're right. She wanted the attention. Um, But here's what she changed his profile to. Hey, my name is Mike. I'm married with two kids. I have a tiny dick Mm -hmm. that is STI infested. My wife found my profile, and if you can't tell, and I don't know yet, that she's talking on the phone right now with one of my girlfriends and is leaving me um, I'm a piece of shit who doesn't give a flying fuck about anyone but myself I have been talking and cheating so long don't be sad if I don't remember your name because I send the same generic shit to all the girls feel free to blow me up with hate mail mm-hmm. so that's what she
0: ended up changing oh, it to and then she ended up posting it to reddit right. ding 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 uh, does that make the awesome story though. less
1: for you that she ended up that she wanted the attention or you think uh,
0: yeah you post it to reddit That's probably that's less like if anything it's just really funny that you did that you know what I mean I also find that at that point, like, okay, yeah, yeah, they cheated, you know? If people fuck up, do you really need to publicly embarrass them when you have kids involved? Great point. You know, especially because now there's a picture of them. I know, and yeah. And every time you look it up, it's just going to be a picture of their father and, hey, I cheated on your mother.
1: I don't know. That's a good question, actually, about publicly shaming them, even if you have kids. Because now I feel like the public shaming is so common. Like, everybody does it. They,
0: everyone wants to publicly shame somebody.
1: Everybody, yeah. So it's like... I mean that part doesn't sound as scandalous, and I don't know. I wonder, would you be like really? I don't know. i I guess it would be pretty devastating, actually, if your parents were publicly shaming each other about cheating.
0: Right? How would you feel?
1: Uh, I'd be pretty yeah. weird,
0: especially like, especially if you read it like years later. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. The internet's forever. Like, I was joking today. I had, I had someone was posting like Washington. Like, oh man, I can't believe it's been 20 years since this. And there was newspaper articles that they found, like, links to, you know, like, 10 years ago. There's like, newspaper articles that they found links to that still talk about this random stuff, and the names are still in there. Everyone's, you know what I mean? It's like it never dies. When that crime was committed 10 years ago, their names are still plastered all over it. It never dies. Eh,
1: whatever. Everybody's got something. Have you Googled yourself lately? What comes up?
0: Yeah, I really only have a bunch of, it's literally me drinking everywhere. (laughs) Because unfortunately I mean, every time well, I'm arrested good... they always misspell my name. So <laughs> like, you can't actually
1: <laughs> Well, that's great. Yeah,
0: you got to type in like Samai Mukdu Kilbasa and you'll find like one police report.
1: Smart that you've already changed always had your name as Sammy K.
0: Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so.
1: I want to know. So yesterday, you know, I was telling you Dan had his surgery or whatever. Does anybody have any techniques to not snoop? Because here is my problem. So, you know, he left me in charge of everything, right? His credit card, his license. Like, he's obviously under the influence of an hour and a half surgery and his phone. And I had to actually keep myself busy yesterday to not go through it just to find out. And, I mean, of course, I trust Dan totally. But I'm just, like, always curious. Like,
0: I wonder who's texting. How would you even get into his phone? Does he have a password?
1: Yeah, but I know it.
0: Jesus. Okay. Wow. Um, All right. (laughs) Okay. That's a different thing, I guess. Um... Well, like, oh, this credit card. How would you use his credit card to, like, would you just, like, go...
1: I used it to buy a prescription for his prescription drugs.
0: And so you were, how are you going to snoop with that, though?
1: Well, not really snoop with his credit card, but just, like, to be on his phone. I mean, I'm sure he's got his bank account there. I could just, like, click into that. I mean, I didn't do this, but I, I was could, just wondering, how do you, like, stop yourself? Because the hard part for me was I had to keep myself busy by, like, making phone calls and doing all this stuff because I really just wanted to go through the fog
0: I could see you, though, like...
1: Just to see, like, what's going... I mean, I totally trust him. I think he tells me everything, but do
0: you even... Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. You can't totally trust anything if you feel the need to snoop through their shit, you know? You don't... You may trust-ish him, but that's not totally trust. Like, totally means, like, 100% trust, like... That he could sit there. You
1: don't ever have... Okay, please. I feel like I've snooped through everybody I've ever dated their stuff. Like, you go through their medicine cabinet the first time you hang out at their place. You don't think your significant others have done this to you or currently are?
0: uh, No, I guarantee they are, and I don't really care. But I don't have anything to like be snooped up.
1: (laughs) Well, that's how I feel, too. Okay, good. That's all I wanted to know. Can I justify it as normal?
0: No, but it's not really. But it's still, like, you know, it's still... Like, here, as a guy, I'm not snooping. I used to. And I used to, like, date, and I used to, like, start dating someone. First thing I'd do is, like, check out their medicine cabinet and be like, all right, anything weird in here I got to check out. Okay, no, it should be fine. So what changed for you? And then finally I realized that that was, I literally start every relationship off on me not trusting anything about them and them having to gain it. And that's when it fucked up every relationship.
1: So now you go into it and you go, you nah, know what, gonna, I'm going to
0: trust. Fuck it. Yep, you know, what's the worst that could happen to me? Boom. I get broken up with and I have to drink a couple days? Cool. You know, not the worst.
1: Okay, so that's, well, that means that you haven't really been in love, if that's where you're at with it.
0: No, I'm just saying that now I just, I trust, now I realize you have to go in there with the trust, and you let them chisel away at the trust, as opposed to (laughs) you going in there with no trust and having them build the trust. Does that make Ah, sense? Okay. So I go in there with, here you go, here's a cup full of trust, all right? I want to start dumping this out until I don't trust you anymore with the little things that happen over the course of our relationship, as opposed to beforehand, I'd walk in with
1: ah the empty cup, the
0: empty cup and I'd say, hey, you better start filling this up with trust, <laughs> because I'm not going to trust shit until I start well, to trust you.
1: Well, I didn't snoop, but I'm always just like curious, because he seems to be on his phone all the time, so I'm just like, how many emails can you send about soccer?
0: Uh, probably a lot, Sarah. Aren't there like 300 kids?
1: 8,000.
0: 8 fucking <laughs> thousand kids? And you.
1: Yeah. 8,000 kids he sent in these youth development, youth uh, soccer program. Well,
0: yes, yeah, Sarah, of course, he's got to send a butt ton of emails. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. So I just wondered, like, the, you know, does the snooping aspect ever go away? I mean, I think it's just me. I, I completely trust Jim. I just trust him with everything. He can have my access to my phone. And please, I have dick pics from other people on mine. Wait,
0: do you snoop on me too? No. Because I realize that sometimes I leave my email logged into yours. You
1: do. And you know what? I have to consciously go to myself. I'm going to log out. I you am do- logging out.
0: That's horrible.
1: Well, I know. Look, I, but I mean, I, of course, when I see that you've completely left up your email or bank account, yeah, the first thing is like, oh, I should click through this and see what's going on. But you no, should. I don't do that. Do you do it for me? I leave mine open. No, I
0: immediately close it because I go, oh, my God. Because all I ever see is, like, some sort of sale, advertisement for some sale going on. Whenever I see it, this is my email. I do not shop at Lululemon. This is bullshit. And then I'll, like, log out, and that's it.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I have tons. All of mine are. Chase Bank, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, Wells Fargo notification. Oh, a couple stories from Dan. That was nice. Oh, thanks, Dan. There you go. Thanks, Dan. Oh, good. So I'm not alone. Okay. I wanted to make sure I was normal on that one. You are I really did. On yeah. Well, thanks. I was like, you know, is this strange or not strange? Anyhow, uh, yes. Be following us too on social media, as we mentioned, at Hey Fridge. I never even keep track of time.
0: What? That's. I oh, mean, that's you're good. I'm ready to rock. Oh, I, don't know if you hear I that. keep
1: going and going. Thank going God. Going. Play us out for God's sakes. Okay. Uh, we'll see you, Manana. You can follow us on social media at Hey Frage mm. at the Sammy K. S A M mm. Y K. Bye, everybody. Bezos. Hi, everyone. I am Brandi Glanville. And as you know, i like to share what goes on in my unfiltered life. I'm bringing you all the fun, exciting details of the lives of my celebrity guests. I ask them questions that nobody else will. And my life is crazy.
0: And I like to share
1: it. It's almost like therapy. So listen to Brandi Glanville unfiltered every week on podcastone.com or on the podcast one mobile app.